uh, in the studio here at Faith Radio. Bill, good to see you again, and uh, thanks very much for thanks for driving in. It's it's uh, it's warmer where you're at, as I understand. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. You know what? My kid once said, "You don't love me." Uh huh. And I looked at him and I said, "Well, that's a bunch of horse manure," and uh-huh. went on with my business. I didn't affect me at all. Is that right? You, you, I must you, be a hard-hearted guy. You, the licensed uh, clinical psychologist. Yeah. You, the man with the master of divinity, and uh, you, the entrepreneur. You just you moved on. Was that your? May I ask? Was that your son or your daughter? Uh, I'm not going to say which because I don't okay. want to embarrass them. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems like the story had a happy ending. <laughs> it did. Yeah, my kids get along great. You know, everything uh, everything worked out. I, I've met the English family. A family, all but one of them, and everybody seemed to get along okay. Well, who haven't so, you met yet? You were. Uh, I have not met your son. You've not met David. I have not met your son. Okay, well, listen, you know, yeah. Friday night at the fire pit. You okay, there you okay. go. Friday night at the uh, the English fire pit. Anyway, uh, still to come, uh, we'll uh, get into uh, some some business matters with Bill English. He's the publisher, among the many things that he does, the publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. And uh, what happens when a business owner decides it's time to sell? We know that businesses get bought and sold all the time, right? Kind of like residential real estate. Homes get bought and sold. Commercial buildings get bought and sold. And that's a normal course of things. Uh, but it really does uh, potentially can uh, upend a uh, an individual, a family, um, an entire community, I suppose, in some senses. And it's uh, probably something that uh, all of us would uh, do well to be more sensitive to. So quick break. We continue with Bill English by the, uh, the fire pit, uh, loving on one another. And talk, talking about selling a business. If uh, somebody in your church is getting ready to sell, you need to hear what's just ahead. Stand by for more. It's the Faith Radio Network. It's 707. I'm Austin Hill. Getting your day started, connecting faith to life. Back to Austin Hill in the morning. 7.09 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. Good morning and welcome. Wednesday underway. I am Austin Hill, our great friend Bill English with BibleAndBusiness.com in the uh, studio with us. All right, so this this issue, this dilemma, uh, conundrum, if you will, of a, a business owner is preparing to sell their business entity. It may seem kind of abstract, but again, it's something that happens all the time. And uh, it can be very, very stressful. It can be real, real difficult. And it's something that would behoove us all if we paid more attention to it. Where's a good starting point in terms of uh, those of us who are not business owners understanding the plight of a business owner who's decided to sell? Bill. Well, I'm, I, whether it's applied or not, I think it's uh, something that naturally happens. Every business owner has to leave his or her business at some point in the future. They either die, they liquidate, in other words, they go out of business, or they mm-hmm. sell. There's only three ways a business owner can leave their business. They can't quit. Quitting is the same as liquidating. So um, unlike uh, people who don't own businesses who can transition from job to job, uh, business owners, it's a lot more difficult for us to do that. So we have to be planning as far in advance as possible for how we're going to exit the business and how we're going to transition that business, either through selling it or through simply shutting it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
for those of us who are saying, okay, well, I haven't really thought of this quite uh, quite like this before, although I'm guessing even for some who are hearing this and thinking about this for the first time, the idea of an exit strategy is not completely foreign. I mean, a lot of pastors will say, I, I, you know, I'm the senior pastor. I'm on top of this. I, I preside over this this huge ministry, or maybe it's not so huge. But in five years from now, I'm going to be gone, and the torch will be passed to somebody else. I get the natural nature of this, but where do you go from there once you recognize that this is a normal course of things? Well, I think you you start by recognizing that there are things you have to do to get the business ready for a sale. For example, uh, and business owners will get this, you need to get that balance sheet in order. Uh, obviously, you need to get the equities as high as possible, the liabilities as low as possible, the assets as high as possible, that kind of thing. Uh, secondly, you need to get your key personnel in place. Uh, you need to have uh, the right people who will go with the business during the transition. And uh, and then you need to have a very clear and repeatable value creation process. So whatever your business does, it needs to be creating value for the customer. Is that a repeatable, clearly identified process uh, that can be sold and run by somebody else? And, and go ahead. Yeah, no, go, continue, please. Oh, and then uh, uh, in conjunction with that, I like to talk about a center of processes. So that you, if, if you have a center of processes in your business, that really becomes, this is what the business is capable of doing. It really becomes a repository of capabilities. And having at least those four things is, uh, is going to make your business more attractive to a seller because it becomes a, or, or a buyer because it uh, becomes a turnkey solution. Mm-hmm. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. He's in studio with us here at Faith Radio as we talk about uh, the business owner who decides to sell. Now, that's the inner workings. Those are the internal um, uh, processes and, and agenda items that are under consideration. On the outside... And even internally as well, there's a whole lot of emotion involved in this. I mean, oh, we, can, we can kind of glibly say, well, you know, a good business owner has a succession plan or knows when it's time to get out or uh, the pastor of a church knows when it's time to pass the torch or whatever. Uh, doesn't mean that we necessarily want to do those things. Uh, that's difficult. Tell us about the struggle and the, the inner, even outer turmoil that's involved in all of this. Yeah, good Christian business owners become emotionally attached uh, to a point to the people that they who work for them mm-hmm. and to their business themselves and also often to their vendors and their customers. So when you sell a business, there is a grieving process that normally goes on somewhat similar to uh, when you might give your daughter away in marriage or your or your son away in marriage or something like that. So uh, it is something that uh, the emotions can run quite high at times. And frankly, that's one of the reasons why I strongly recommend you get a representative to represent you during the sale process because that process is highly emotional. And you need somebody who's looking out for your interests who are going to be able to rationalize and kind of uh, load balance out the emotions throughout the process and make sure that you're making data-driven decisions rather than emotionally driven decisions. Yeah, very interesting. And let's talk about the emotions of the surrounding community, depending on what kind of business uh, this is. Um, you know, I, I've experienced it where uh, locally owned and operated, family owned and operated business of one sort or another is being sold to a much larger corporation or somebody from out of town or what have you. And uh, myself and others in the community say, oh, man, I don't want this to change. And these kinds of sales inevitably do bring change. What about the emotions of the community, so to speak? 
You know, I felt that same thing when I've seen smaller businesses sell out to kind of the larger chains. It's uh, the nature of capitalism. And what you find that happens is is that eventually other small businesses come in, perhaps not in the same vertical, but they come in to replace those uh, businesses that were uh, sold to the larger chains. Uh, I think uh, in terms of the emotions of the community, I think it's just uh, something that everybody has to recognize as part of the ebb and flow of capitalism and life in America. Yeah, interesting. All right, we'll continue with Bill English in just a moment. He's the publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. We're talking about what happens when a business owner says it's time to sell. Let's talk about uh, how churches respond. And if this sounds odd to you, you've never really thought about this before, well, it's probably not an odd thing to stop and think about local small businesses in your community that have come and gone and been bought and sold, even bought up by larger larger corporations. This stuff matters. It really, really does. Bill English brings uh, such a great perspective to us on these issues. We'll continue in just a moment. 7.15 Central Time. It's the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Back in moments. It's now 718 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. Breakpoint with John Stone Streets on the way in just moments. Our great friend Bill English is in studio with us. He is the publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. And I'm Austin Hill. Honored to be with you weekday morning 6 till 8. Bill, you started to talk about uh, the business owner who uh, decides to sell, and oftentimes a uh, local small business gets uh, sold to a larger company. And it seems to me, and I've seen this happen before, I won't cite specific examples, but I've seen this happen where I'm kind of saddened and grieved that uh, a local owner and operator, I'm thinking of a family restaurant, quite frankly, uh, gets sold to somebody out of town and the new owner comes in and changes up things and whatever, which they're certainly, you know, it's uh, in their purview to do, but I'm saddened by it, but it's not my business. It's not my money and resources that are tied up in that. It's the local business owner, and um, I, sometimes I've, I've seen where communities say, oh, you're just selling out to the highest bidder because you're greedy, and you just want more money, and you're just trying to make a profit, and this is selfish on your part. Now, ironically, those of us who own houses, when we put a house on the market and try to sell it with a real estate agent... We sell it to the highest bidder. We try to get the best deal that we can in most cases. And that's thought to be normal with real estate, which I think it should be normal. But with a business owner, the business owner oftentimes gets judged differently if they sell for too much of a profit, whatever too much is. Help us make sense of that. What, what, what's up with that? You know, there's, a, there's a, a type of schizophrenia in our society today uh, where people feel that, uh, that they can do for themselves but don't expect others to do for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, if I sell my house for the highest bidder, that's normal. But if the business owner sells to the highest bidder, that's somehow greedy. And the business owner doesn't need all that cash, so why should he sell for the highest amount of money that he can and things like that? There's yeah, a- it, as though I know what your personal finances are. And, Bill, you don't need that money. I mean, that's, that's, that's foolish. I don't know what your personal finances yeah, are. And, and I don't think any of us really are in a position to determine what another person needs. And frankly, what another person wants. Uh, mm-hmm. If we were to base our entire economy on what everybody needs, it would be an entirely different economy. Look, uh, a, a business owner has a responsibility before the Lord, a stewardship responsibility before the Lord, 
to return talents back to God. So God gives, in, in, I'm thinking in a Luke 19 sense here, God gives the business owner talents, and he expects that owner to not only return the five talents, but to return some more talents on top of that. And that's an economic thing uh, for me. I, I interpret Luke 19 in an economic way. And so um, for God to entrust a business to a business owner is the five talents. For the business owner to turn around and sell it uh, for however many hundreds of thousands or millions that they can is, in essence, returning uh, those talents plus more back to the Lord. Uh, in, in, In the Bible and business way of thinking, God gives us wealth to support the kingdom, not so that we can build these really large homes on Lake Minnetonka or on the North Shore of Chicago or, you know, out in... um, uh, on the on the coast in uh, of the Pacific in California, uh, so when God entrusts with us a lot of money after the sale of a business, a a faithful business owner, a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ who used to own a business, takes that money and invests it back into the kingdom of God. They don't really spend it on themselves. Yeah, interesting. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com, is in studio with us here at the Faith Radio Network. I'm going to guess that for a lot of uh, pastors and even lay ministers within churches, when they hear that uh, a business owner, perhaps in their own congregation, is selling a business, uh, the inclination is to say, oh, that's interesting, and move on. And, and, and we don't really give a second thought to it. As you've outlined this for us, though, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake emotionally. There's a lot at stake morally and ethically with the sale of a business. What would you want pastors to know, Bill English, about uh, ministering to uh, entrepreneurs, business owners who are in transition with their enterprise? You know, isn't it at the end of uh, James? I'm looking it up right now. You know, there are probably people here listening who know this better than I do. Um, isn't it at the end of James, or no, it's at the end of First Timothy, where, where, where Paul tells Timothy, and I'm going to really paraphrase this quite a bit, to teach those who are rich not to trust in their riches, but to be rich in giving to God. Essentially, that's, that's kind of the core message there. I think it's at the end of First Timothy, now that I think about it, and I'm, I'm not finding it quickly here. Um, and so, it seems to me that that is, yeah, here it is, command those, I'm in First Timothy, uh, chapter 6, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, to put, but to put their hope in God who richly provides. And so that is one of the areas that, minister, that pastors can minister to, to those who are selling their businesses, is to help them to not be arrogant, help them to put their hope in God and to use their, use their wealth for the kingdom. Not necessarily for that local church, mm-hmm. but for the kingdom as the Holy Spirit leads. Yeah, interesting. And I would uh, also make the observation that there in uh, the writings of the Apostle Paul, as you noted in First Timothy, it's presupposed that there will be wealthy among us. Just and like there will be poor. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. There's, and that's not altogether bad. Uh, they have a, a road to hoe just like all the rest of us folks. And uh, it's not bashing. What I'm identifying here is it's not uh, the Apostle Paul bashing or condemning uh, the wealthy. But uh, there is a very strong admonition, a pretty high bar there said, it would seem to me, Bill, that uh, the wealthy person needs to be really, really wise with what they've acquired. Well, to whom much is given, much is required. There you go. So... Bill English, he is the publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com. You can find him there. 
uh, you're not selling uh, business anytime soon, are you? I am not. But you know what? Uh, before I get off the air here, I know my the segment's wrapping up. I wanted to really encourage you. You had a great segment this morning in the 6 o'clock hour. That whole hour was just fantastic. Thank you. And I think you're doing um, the Lord's work when you start to really uh, connect our Christian faith to public policy and the issues at hand. I just want to let you know I, you're, you're just doing a fabulous job. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. That was uh, that was not a part of dress rehearsal last night, so I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you going off script there. But uh, Thank you. I, 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 sincerely, I appreciate the you're compliment. Welcome. Selling of a business was your plight in 2014. Now you've started a new one here in 2015. I have. Maybe we'll talk about that at some point in the future. I, I, can we call you a serial entrepreneur? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just wrap up the segment, Austin. Bill, we love you. Thanks very much. Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. Uh, you can find him there. It's now 725 Central Time. It's the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. We've got Breakpoints on the way in moments.